Welcome to the $100 MBA Show, the business podcast that teaches business while makes you feel good about your business with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today you will learn how to create an effective workspace. Wherever you're working, in an office, at home, in a corner of your living room, having an effective workspace can really help you produce better and more work. This is why I thought it was so important to talk about it in today's episode. So let's get down to business. The $100 MBA show is sponsored by Natex, Binary Options Trading. Our listeners can appreciate how far $100 can go, and so does Natex. With just $100, you can get started. With Natix Binary Options, you can trade on whether you think the market will be above or below a certain point by a certain time. Go to Natix.com and open up a free account. That's N-A-D-E-X.com. Futures, options, and swaps trading involves risk and may not be appropriate for all investors. Before I jump into today's lesson, I just want to first apologize for my voice. My voice is not 100%. Uh, I've been uh, traveling a bit and going to a few events and, uh, you know, my voice is a little hoarse, but uh, the daily show goes on. The show must go on. So we got to do this. So hopefully by tomorrow, my voice will be 100%. So let's get into it. Having an effective workspace is so important when you're building your thing because you want to make sure that you're laser focused, that you have everything to your advantage and your workspace is one of those things. You got to make sure it's conducive to creating great work. Now, Nicole and I have experimented in a lot of ways with our workspace. And we just recently changed our workspace and we're now using standing desks. So I do all my work standing for the most part. Sometimes I'll sit down and take a break if I'm knocking out some emails. But for most of the day, we're standing while we're working and we're finding that very, very helpful. Uh, and it may not be for you, but for me it is. I, my back was hurting a lot from sitting down. I was having this soreness in the middle of my back. And that's distracting. When your back is hurting all the time, you're really not focused 100% on your work. But your workspace is not only if you stand or you sit, it has a lot to do with the environment. Now, if you have an office, either in your house or outside your house, meaning you have a separate room, a room with a door, that's the ideal situation where you have something that's completely work-related. And what's good about having a separate space that has a door is that you can close out other things in your life that are not work-related. So when you want to relax, you go into the living room. When you want to relax, you go home if you're in a separate office. So work is work and relaxation is relaxation. So you're not really, you know, mixing the two. The reason why is because if you're working where you're relaxing, you're going to really uh, confuse yourself or really not, you're not going to really enjoy your relaxing time because it's going to blend into the work time because you're not really, you don't have any boundaries when it comes to your space. So you really should have a dedicated space if you have the ability to have a separate room. Now, if you don't have a separate room, say, for example, you have to use the corner of your living room or a bedroom, that's okay as well. You know, we all have to uh, manage with what we have, and that's okay. You can still be effective in that corner. Try to see if you can section off a part of the room, uh, and that could just be simply that desk area, that desk of where you're working, and it could just be like a rug or a mat or something for you to just separate. That's the office, and this is the bedroom. That may sound small or trivial, but it does work by, by creating that separation, even if it's just in your head. Now, beside the actual space itself, 
Your workspace should not be cluttered with things that have nothing to do with work. A lot of us, we put our bills, our personal bills on our desks, like your, you know, maybe your cell phone bill or maybe your uh, gas electric bill at home or whatever it is. If it's not work-related, you really don't need those things to distract you because every time you look at it, you're going to think of something else is going to take you to somewhere else and it's not really going to keep you in the zone. Now, I talked a lot about things that you should keep away or keep out of your workspace, but there are things that you should have in your workspace. And one of the things I really thought has been beneficial for us is a place where I can jot down notes and refer to at a glance. And that could be a whiteboard, that could be uh, an easel with a, you know, a pad. Uh, these could be sticky notes, whatever it is for you. Uh, it's really good to have these around so I can check them off, things I need to do for the day, for the week, uh, reminders, things come up in your head like, oh, I gotta do this on my homepage, let me change that on my homepage, let me write that down on my whiteboard. This is extremely helpful. Uh, to have that handy where you can just jot it down right away so you don't ha just have it in your head or you don't have it on a document somewhere buried in your files on your computer. Always having something that you can reference at a glance is fantastic. So I re highly recommend that you get like a whiteboard or, or use post-it notes at the very least and, and have those around your desk or have those on your monitor. In my opinion, it really works and it's great for those just-in-time things that come in your head that would be great. You might be listening to a podcast while you're doing something and an idea pops in your head, you wanna jot it down and just post it up. Now the next one might be a thing of preference, but I think that most people would prefer a place that's quiet. Um, I like an area that's quiet uh, because I need to think. I'm very bad at multitasking. I can't hear and do something else uh, unless it's something that I'm doing creative. Like if I'm designing something, I can listen to music if I'm or podcasts. But uh, in, that's sort of something that I'm doing intentionally. But if I'm hearing the noise of the rest of the people in the house, uh, the family or the kids, and it's getting too loud. If you can find a place that, that's a little bit quieter, uh, again, if it's in your bedroom, have the door closed or just make it known to people that you're working at this time so they can just be a little bit more respectful or just be a little more quieter. I know it's not always ideal if you have small children, you know, they're, they're going to do their thing while you do your thing, but uh, just be mindful of it. Having a place that's a little bit more quiet, maybe your hours when you work uh, can dictate uh, how quiet your workspace could be because I find that when I have a space that's quite quiet, I can focus and get things done without any distractions. So let's talk about your computer screen, a big part of your workspace. There might be one or two screens or maybe three that you always refer to. So for example, I'm always referring to our show schedule. I have a spreadsheet of all our different shows that we do for the $100 MBA show. And I have this handy often because I'm always going back and forth to it when I'm recording, when I'm doing something for the website, when I want to refer to something in the show notes. And I always have this minimized. It's a spreadsheet that I have on Google Docs. So I open it up in a separate window and I just keep it minimized in my doc. That way I can always go back to it easily. Now, a lot of people say don't have a cluttered desktop, like don't have like a million icons or shortcuts on your desktop. Uh, I don't really care. I mean, I rarely see my desktop because I'm always working on something. I have a Word doc open. I have my website open. I have a browser open. So I really don't see my desktop that much. So my advice to you is a little bit different. I would probably say don't have too many things open at the same time. When I say too many things, I don't have too many windows open. You can have a browser with a few tabs open, but then you're just working in the same area. You can go back and forth from tab to tab. But many of us, we have like, you know, Explorer open and then we have you know, Spotify open, and then we have this thing open. When I say open, I mean they're actually uh, maximized or open on the screen. So if you have all these things layered and open, you're gonna spend a lot of time searching for what you're looking for. So I'm looking for my browser, I go there, then I'm looking for, no, my Word doc, oh, it's, it's layered under somewhere else. 
it can take a lot of time and it can waste a lot of seconds and those seconds that add up to minute and, uh, and it can also add to your frustration. So try to work on one thing at a time, keep one screen open and have those things that you refer to a lot minimized and then once you go to it, you know, minimize it again so that where it's always on your dock and always gonna find it. So I find that to be quite useful. It's a little hack that I use just because it's just easy to refer to things quickly and it's also just easy to have one thing on your screen rather than a billion things over each other. Now you may need to work on many things at one time. So say for example, you have Word open and a website open uh, and you need them both open at the same time, just keep one of them minimized. So they're just sitting on the bottom of your screen. And one of the shortcuts that I use on our keyboard is if you're on a Mac, it's, it's Command Tab, and that lets you toggle from one window to another without having to move your mouse to down. And if you're on a uh, Windows, it's Option Tab. So by doing Option Tab, you can navigate from one window to another, that way you don't have to go down and open your minimized uh, window. Lastly, we talked about this a lot before, but make sure that anything that could distract you is not open when you're not using it. Something like Skype or you know some sort of messenger or Facebook or whatever it is, try to keep that shut off. And then when you're looking at that stuff, or you're working on that stuff or you have to get on Skype, make sure that you're signed on. But otherwise, sometimes when you just have like Skype open, for example, you hear all these pings and you hear all these little notifications or little chat messages that you can get to later. You don't really need to have that open. Just, uh, you know, one thing I do is I keep Skype's uh, notifications open on my phone. That way, when I look at my phone to see if I have any messages, the Skype messages show up, and that way I know uh, I'm receiving a message without having it open all the time on my computer when I'm working. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson on creating an effective workspace. Remember, guys, we'd love to hear from you. If you guys have any questions that you want answered on Q&A weekends, you can do a few things. You can email us at contact at 100mba.net. You could tweet us the question at bizrepublic, B-I-Z republic. Or you can use our speak it option on our show page where you record your question with your voice and we'll play it right here on the show. We would love to have your question on the show and we'll answer it every Saturday and Sunday is dedicated to your questions. And of course, if you have two minutes, we would love to hear from you with a rating and a review on iTunes. If you Drop us an iTunes rating and review. You enter our weekly draw to win a free ride to the $100 MBA training and community. Every Friday, we announce a winner. Every week, somebody wins a lifetime membership to over 180 video lessons, interviews, workbooks, a whole lot more. It could be used, so give us a rating and review. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this. Creating an effective workspace is not something that you just do once and you just forget about it. It's something that you kind of learn because you learn what's good for you and you change and you modify. And as you grow, as you keep on working, you keep modifying your workspace based on what you need. Uh, I thought the workspace for me was one thing. And then as I developed and as I grew and as I continued to work, I realized, oh, I need something different because uh, the previous thing wasn't working for me. So it's an experiment. You have to just keep on experimenting with things. Uh, take on some of the things I said today, but uh, also see how, what works for you. See what things work for you. And if something is uh, working for you that I didn't mention, why don't you uh, tweet us out so you can share it with the community at BizRepublic on Twitter. All right, guys, uh, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Maybe tomorrow my voice will be better. <laughs> so I'll check you then. Take care. Take care.